in we're leading in here this will be show number 80 of the white rose resistance hour with Stuart howe i'm your host Stuart howe yeah today is october 15th 2022 what a crazy world we're living in yeah uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with the the reference of the white rose when uh, hitler was trying to take over the world and with the third reich there was resistance to the third reich uh intellectually and philosophically morally through an organization called the white rose resistance movement in germany it was led by sophie scholl and her brother hans and uh they attempted to, and to a large degree did rally a lot especially of the uh the youth culture and the university students in germany to oppose the third reich on moral and philosophical grounds you know as it was encroaching against humanity and so this is uh, an homage to them and so with that being said, uh, we're seeing a rollout of quite quite a horrible system here, a global totalitarian system in the world today, as we are here in October 2022. And, uh, you know, it's been described as the New World Order, the Fourth Reich, uh, the Great Reset, all of which, uh, you know, really equates to further enslavement of humanity and more control more control over us, more oppression of the people, uh, surveillance and monitoring and restrictions and curtailing of rights, and it's just not okay with uh, with a lot of us. So here we are. We're all faced with different different aspects of this rollout. For a lot of us, we've been faced with the medical tyranny aspect, and of course, all of us are subject to having to deal with the financial situation, uh, you know, brought about by the global Federal Reserve banking system. But whatever area of life we're in, we're being affected by this. You know, some of us more than others. A lot of people have uh, faced problems with their employment by refusing to take this injection lately. And a lot of us are, are facing challenges with the with different areas of the federal government. And lately there's been, you know, a lot of people are really experiencing horrible 
uh, oppression and overreach by the Children's Protective Services, by the CPS. And so that's uh, what the focus of today's show is on. And I have a couple of uh, wonderful women on the show with us today. We're going to expose, flesh out a little bit of situation that's affecting us and seeing if we can rally some support. You know, for us here in North Idaho, we are yeah, just, you know, part of uh, a larger a larger arena here in the United States where a lot of people are facing the same thing. So this is a situation that affects everybody. So with that, I think I've got uh, Rochelle, excuse me, Rachel. I've got Rachel Templeton waiting in the green room. Rachel, are you with us? Yes, I'm here. Yeah, and I think we've got, uh, do we have Sarah also? Yes, I'm here. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I guess uh, the first thing, we've got a little bit of time here until 4.20. Uh, Rachel, can you go ahead and introduce yourself and just kind of give us the broad strokes, just the overview of the situation, and then I'll, I'll bring Sarah in. But, yeah, let us know what's okay. going on and, and who you are. Okay, well, um, I'm Rachel Templeton, and I live in Borden, Indiana. Uh, my husband and I are the adoptive parents of uh, Baby Lily, um, known as, uh, for her site, Bring Baby Lily Home. Um, so basically, um, the rundown is that uh, there was a pre-planned adoption between my cousin and myself and my husband. It uh, happened in September of 2021. And when Baby Lily was born, CPS came to the hospital and took her and placed her with a foster family instead. And um, when we reached out to CPS, they refused to acknowledge the adoption that we had, and baby Lily is still with the foster mother as we speak. And we've done everything that CPS has asked of us. We've cooperated as much as we possibly can. We've gone through the steps and did the home studies and everything. Um, they refuse to acknowledge that we are there to take Lily or to give her a permanent home. They would rather her stay with the foster mother and uh, collect the funds. So that's basically what's going on. Wow. Now, this wasn't just like an idea you had uh, to adopt this child, uh, and uh, it wasn't like a last-minute thing. I mean, I, I did a little looking into this, and I seem to have been able to pull up a document that made clear your intent to, uh, you know, as a, as a family member, as a cousin, you know, you prearranged this, and it looks to be a certified document that you this was your intent, that the CPS yes. then went against. Yes. Um, uh, my cousin, Jerrica, has actually signed a total of three documents um, uh, from September 14th up until January of 2021. And both of us have been constant and on this whole adoption and CPS will just not allow it to happen. They could use their discernment on the matter, but they choose not to. Well, uh, you know, the more I look at this, this whole general situation uh, with the CPS, they seem to be a very predatory organization and they have an agenda that is not in the best interest of the children or anybody but themselves. Um, Sarah, do you want to weigh in on this? Sure. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, with the adoption agreements already set into place when CPS came in and took Lily um, and placed her in foster care, she told, or CPS, the social workers, told the um, birth mother, Jerrica, that they were going to just place Lily into foster care temporarily until Rachel and Trevor could come to Idaho and get her. This happened um, out of Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, from Kootenai Health is where baby Lily was born. And in, for months, CPS kept telling Rachel and Jerrica both that they were going to be play, working to place Lily with them, um, with Rachel and Trevor in Indiana, um, and then just completely pulled the rug out from under them and said they're going to go through a permanent plan for adoption to the foster mom instead. And it, as Rachel was saying, it all has to do with the funds. It starts with the um, Adoption and Safe Families Act of 1997 that was put into place by Bill Clinton, and it offers cash bonus incentives for adoptions from foster care. And so that's wow. what we see happening here is the foster mom is it's more beneficial for the state's pocketbook to do this adoption through foster care. Yeah, they do seem to always uh, have a financial incentive motivation behind what they're telling everybody. So is there any reason to believe that they were telling the truth, that they did initially plan on only having Lily temporarily, or was that a complete fabrication on their part? From my experience, it's usually a way of leading the parents on. They'll often say they're working towards one goal, when in reality they're working towards another, and that second goal is always adoption. Even for biological parents that have their babies removed from them, they're constantly working on a second plan of adoption for these adoption uh, bonuses and stipends that they would receive until the child's 18. Wow. And now from uh, your perspective, how common is this sort of thing? I know there's a little bit of a unique circumstance here, uh, being that it's a cousin, a family member, uh, but uh, I would imagine this is a fairly common thing where they are just after every child that they can get a hold of from your experience how prevalent is a situation somewhat like this in our country people like to you know as parents are going through this they think oh this is this is you know unusual this is something that isn't going to you know people need to be aware that this is happening to me because it can't be that common but in reality it's extremely common it is what the social workers are trained to do is to pursue those federal funds and they always say that reunification or placement with kin is top priority but when you look at their actions they never really try to do that there are grandparents and aunts and uncles and people all across the country who are losing access to their biological heritage because these adoptions are happening to foster parents who are strangers rather than to family members like Rachel and Trevor. Wow. Now, because there was an adoption agreement in place beforehand, it would, it would seem to, to make sense that there would be a pretty quick and, uh, you know, relatively easy remedy by going to any judge and showing them these documents and just retrieving the child. Uh, how tilted is the court system? Uh, why is that not uh, an immediate and fairly speedy remedy? 
Um, I believe Rachel and Trevor did try to go through the court system. Uh, they tried to intervene, and the judge, uh, Anna Eckhart, denied them, saying that it wasn't a permanent solution because either one could back out at the moment. And so the, and the, um, the attorney for CPS also said it's unfortunate, you know, that this has interrupted a private adoption, but that it has to go through the system now. When it, you know, if it was truly about the best interest of the child and creating a permanent place for them as quickly as possible, that would have been the logical move. And it's with family, which CPS is required by law to try to place with. But they, it seems like they, you know, every step of the way just went a different direction, even though they were saying otherwise, including the judge. And judges are often greatly involved in these kinds of decisions where they aren't being placed with family. Wow, that's incredible. Well, what would you like other parents or soon-to-be parents to know about this situation? I mean, what, what, how, how would you like to use this platform, this radio show, to help the situation? Uh, you know, how, how can we help? What, what would you like us to know, and how can we help? Rachel, I'll let you take this one. Um, know your rights, always. Make sure you know your rights, first and foremost. Document everything. Um, never sign anything with CPS, ever. Even if it's a last resort and you think you have no other choice, don't do it. It's a trap. My cousin, she felt like she had no other choice because she was coerced at the hospital. She was still on medication. And they forced her to do what she did and... Then they got to her public defender, and he forced her to sign a CPA. So just make, make sure you know your rights. Don't sign anything and document everything. Wow. And do not let them in your house. If they say that they can come in whenever they want, that is not true. Only if they have a warrant, and they most likely will not. Wow. Well, you know, you make a, a good point. You bring up something that's really important maybe to discuss is the hospital. Now, you know, we can see from what's been going on with this COVID-19, these injections and whatnot, hospitals are maybe not our best friends right now. Um, you know, how can, how can we, you know, better navigate our way through, uh, you know, this medical industrial complex? I mean, what, what have you learned about hospitals through this ordeal that you would want to share with, with other people? Ooh, that's a hard one. Um, I'll chime in. Having here. a child. Uh, okay, go ahead, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things that we see most frequently is that it's the children's hospitals, such as the case with um, baby Cyrus down in Boise, Idaho. The children's hospitals across the country tend to call in CPS as quickly as possible. If it's a publicly funded hospital. The um, doctors and the nurses are very, very intensely trained on being mandated reporters to report any sign of child abuse, including, you know, not wanting vaccinations or using alternate medical treatments. Um, these are all considered child abuse in their eyes because of how they're trained. So if you're going to go to a hospital, make sure it's not a children's hospital. Also make sure that it's not a publicly funded hospital so that they because publicly funded hospitals are more likely to receive the government grants for funding. Um, and then, of course, knowing your rights, you know, having a lawyer on standby as well. 
Um, but knowing, you know, parental rights are the most important. And in this case, in Rachel and Trevor's case with baby Lily, they're trying to say that the Child Protective Act of Idaho supersedes Jericho's parental right to consent to an adoption. And that is just incorrect. Nothing supersedes the parent's rights to make decisions about their children. And that includes when you go to a hospital. And you have every right to walk away from any hospital that is not upholding your rights, as well as seek second opinions. But that's another issue that we find with the CPS problem is that parents even seeking second opinions, but first hospital will often call CPS on them as well. So, you know, knowing your rights, learning about the issue with CPS is one of the biggest things that most parents can do to protect their families so they know who they're fighting here. Wow, all good stuff. Well, we're going to go to break here in, in a minute or two, but now, what are the topics surrounding this that you might want to bring uh, bring into this? I mean, what what are some things that you've learned through this that we can talk about a little more on the other side of the break? Uh, we've got a couple of minutes before the break, but you know, what are the kind of the overriding uh, issues here at hand? I mean, do you do you feel like this really exposes how much uh, our federal government, in this case through the CPS, is not on our side and and has their own agenda? I mean, what is What's going on here? They're supposed to be looking out for us, and that certainly doesn't seem to be the case. Most definitely not. um, And it all boils back down to Title IV Social Security funding. That is the funds that they are using to do this to families. So they're using our Social Security money that they take from us every month and putting it into this funding to tear families apart, including at hospitals. So I think that's a issue that most people should be aware of wow unbelievable yeah rachel what do you what do you think of how things are going as far as support you know coming uh coming to line up with you and and people's rights i mean i've been a big fan and uh you know on and off attended events with people's rights over the last uh, couple years here in north idaho now uh, is it is it good to know that there are good people in the world uh you know and and to know, you know, what happened uh, with baby Cyrus and, you know, that if we can shed enough light on this, there's a chance that things will change? Yes, I'm so glad you asked me that, Stuart. Um, Trevor and I are, I've said this many times to Sarah and to Rochelle Emery, um, that Trevor and I are so humbled that so many people have come up to support us um, because we've been, We've been holding this burden, I want to say, not really that baby Lily is a burden, but just the whole situation with CPS is so heavy that we've been doing it basically alone for 10 months almost. I mean, um, other than family holding us up, we've been, you know, doing it alone. And having Sarah by our side and just everyone coming to our aid is is like a miracle honestly um and we're so grateful and thankful that everybody has helped us so much and they're still planning things and um sometimes i don't know what to say because i'm just so shell-shocked that there's loving people especially in idaho alone yeah absolutely really on that note, we may have uh, Rochelle Emery join us in a few minutes if she'd be so kind as to call in. And we're going to go to break on that note. We'll see you on the other side. The White Rose Resistance Hour on RBN. 
folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee by going to rbnhemppaste.com and ordering a trial pack of Happy Packets for $5 with free shipping. That's rbnhemppaste.com. Meanwhile, back in the year one, when you belong to no one, you didn't stand a chance, son. If your pants were undone Cause you were bred for humanity And sold to society One day you'll wake up in the present day A million generations removed from expectations of of being who you really want to be Skating away Skating away Skating away On the thin ice of a new day 
Welcome back to show number 80 of the White Rose Resistance Hour with Stuart Howe on RBN. And I've got uh, Rachel and Sarah on the line, and I believe we've just been joined by uh, Rochelle Emery. Rochelle, are you there? I am. Hi, Stuart. Hey. Yeah, welcome on air. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself. We've got a short segment here. Uh, We're going, uh, going about eight or ten minutes, and then we can get into some longer format stuff. But yeah, go ahead and introduce yourself and... I'm happy to have you on with us. Great. Yeah, my name is Rochelle Emery, and I am one of the leaders up here with Health Freedom Idaho in the panhandle of Idaho. And, uh, you know, we we help all manners of health freedom, parental rights, and unfortunately this CPS overreach and tyranny um, has ended up being a big issue that Health Freedom Idaho uh, supports families in, and so this will be, oh, I don't know, like our third (laughs) protest here locally um, just in the last several years um, at the hospital where they like to steal babies, literally, and so I imagine your listeners that are listening to Rachel's story have have heard, Um, I don't know what all was discussed, but uh, but yeah, that's we're just here to help and support, so we're organizing uh, a protest and a rally to try to get baby Lily home where she belongs. Yeah, that sounds great. And, you know, as far as the bigger picture goes, how does this fit in? I mean, we've seen similar incidents, and there's, uh, of course, a lot more going on than I'm aware of. How does this uh, incident with baby Lily fit into the larger picture of the predatory nature of the CPS and government overreach in general? Well, you know, this story is a little different than the ones that I've heard in the past. Um, this is the first time that I've heard where they've, you know, basically commandeered a, an adoption, a chosen adoption. Um, I can't, unfortunately, I can't say that this surprises me uh, because the Idaho Health and Welfare Department is, they're, they're treating, they don't have like an actual CPS branch. It's just, I guess, Idaho Health and Welfare. But they treat these babies and these children like cash cows. And so the way that this kind of ties into the bigger picture, I would say, is that we're just going to try to expose it every time. Um, I think this happens all the time. I think this is regular business for them, unfortunately. Um, And then when we get wind of a story, because most families don't know to reach out to us in Idaho. They don't know about Health Freedom Idaho. So the more that we have exposure that Health Freedom Idaho and, and, and people like Sarah, who is amazing, are advocates for families in these situations. And so just, you know, spreading the word. And Misty, our director at Health Freedom Idaho, says it's, it's shining the light on CPS, and they scatter like cockroaches when you do that. So that's the goal, make them scatter. They, you know, baby Cyrus, that showed when the public came out in full force, they they were exposed and you know they 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 stepped back and changed their mind. So I'm I'm praying and hoping that the community comes out to this and that that is the outcome in this situation. Yeah, absolutely. And you know the the other thing that occurs to me is with the situation with baby Cyrus, and this may be helpful. This may be in the works already for the situation with baby Lily. Is that for the first time that I was aware of. With baby Cyrus, the individual people that were responsible in the case, from the social workers, the judge, the 
you know, there was about a half a dozen people that their pictures were posted, their role uh, in the kidnapping was posted. I mean, these people, I think one of the game changers was, uh, you know, the light was shined on the whole situation, but there was an element of personal direct responsibility and, uh, you know, and uh, being held accountable, an accountability issue personally for the people involved. And I would hope that could be brought to bear in a lot of other situations, including, uh, you know, this one here with baby Lily, because it certainly seemed to help with baby Cyrus. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. I, I love that that was actually done in the article that Sarah had written, that there, the judges are there, the CPS workers are there. One of the unfortunate things about the particular CPS workers is they rotate them out on purpose to make it so there's no continuity in the case and to cause confusion and things. So it's, it's like this ridiculously long list, but in my personal opinion, they're all guilty of human trafficking, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're coming up on break here in a minute. I hope you can uh, stay with us through the break. But, you know, they don't rotate the judges out that quick. And so hopefully we can get some accountability there. Stay with us, folks. We'll see you on the other side of this break on the White Rose Resistance Hour on Republic Broadcasting Network. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. American Freedom News is your daily website that will keep you fully informed on what both the good guys and bad guys are doing in the information war in which we are all engaged. Fed up with the lies of the fake news media and the censorship of big tech giants? American Freedom News is the solution as we provide truth and knowledge on all the vital issues of the day. American Freedom News believes in America first. The establishment wants us split into numerous hostile groups rather than uniting in a common cause against the corrupt oligarchy that is plundering America and the world. Many more Americans are waking up and realizing they are the victims of the ongoing Great Replacement and Great Reset. But the malevolent forces trying to systematically destroy America can and will be defeated. Be fully informed by reading American Freedom News, the best news and information site on the Internet. Go to AmericanFreedomNews.us and find out for yourself. That's AmericanFreedomNews.us. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee, it's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted, it's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. 
American Freedom News is your daily website that will keep you fully informed on what both the good guys and bad guys are doing in the information war in which we are all engaged. Fed up with the lies of the fake news media and the censorship of big tech giants? American Freedom News is the solution as we provide truth and knowledge on all the vital issues of the day. American Freedom News believes in America first. The establishment wants us split into numerous hostile groups rather than uniting in a common cause against the corrupt oligarchy that is plundering America and the world. Many more Americans are waking up and realizing they are the victims of the ongoing Great Replacement and Great Reset. But the malevolent forces trying to systematically destroy America can and will be defeated. Be fully informed by reading American Freedom News, the best news and information site on the Internet. Go to AmericanFreedomNews.us and find out for yourself. That's AmericanFreedomNews.us. everybody. Welcome back to the second half of show number 80 of the White Rose Resistance Hour on RBN. Uh, we've got Rochelle and Sarah and Rachel on the line with us. And you know what, uh, ladies, we have a couple of call-ins. Um, you want to take a call or two? Maybe we have similar experiences in other states or questions. So would that be okay? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Okay, Scotty, uh, New York on line five. Are you there? Yes. There goes the static. How you doing? Uh, yes, what a story. Yeah, Scott, what have you got for um, us today? Well, I kind of have not heard a story like this, although I've heard so many CPS things. I could point out a few things that I see where you fell into their traps. First of all, through the marriage contract, the offspring, you can't call them children. Otherwise, it's because they own the children, the offspring. Unless you went and got married from a... Uh, Notary, Republic, which has the authority to marry. If you get married in a church through the state, you're combining the two legal entities and the offspring is state property. However, uh, contract law supersedes all their fake codes, rules, statutes, and all this stuff, and you had a private contract, but you got tricked into going into their courts and you were mixing public and private. The courts are a public building, but it's private what they're doing in there. That's why you can't mention the Constitution, because that's public and they're private. So the deal is you mixed a couple of things, but since you have a good backing and audience, you can capitalize on making complaints, writing complaints with particularity who, what, where, when, and how, and send them registered and also send them insured mail to the, the grand juries, send them to the sheriff. There's a crime. These people, you have to name who's the crime. and they're, they're doing it through the agencies because you got sucked into their courts, the fake courts, as the subject. And you're still calling the, the property children. You have a couple of mistakes. Get out of their courts. You can't use attorneys that make you not have a voice. You have to do this. You have to 
So it's a little bit deep to go into an hour show when you have all these things, but I tried to point out uh, uh, the, the solution here is many complaints. Use the groups you have to make complaints, bar complaints, bar grievances, uh, against the offices, everybody involved. It'll go against their insurance even though they throw them out. It, it's by the numbers. You have the numbers to do that. And I'd suggest not only help from um, uh, the... Uh, uh, the guy you mentioned before, uh, we are the people uh, we call. Uh, also, the bonds for the win, bondsforthewin.com. You can go after them, give them notice, opportunity to cure, which is another contract. You have a couple of things that you mix together. You can't mix public and private as per the Trading with the Enemy Act. That's how they get you in the court. They have 28,000 ways to trick you into mixing it when they don't. And that's what you did here, and you did it again and again. So that's all I'll give you for right now. If you uh, want to, I'd be glad to talk to Stuart privately or anybody privately. Um, you could reach out to me. Um, uh, I don't know how to do that. Uh, yeah, well, you know, uh, why don't you go ahead and leave your phone number with our producer there, our board operator. Uh, we're gonna, we'll let you go, and we'll move on. But, yeah, before you clear the line, go ahead and ask Sam. Okay, I'll do that. Yep. And Mike knows how to reach me, the, the guy during the week. Um, oh, great. But, yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll try. I'd love to talk to you anyway, Stuart. Okay? Thank very you. good. But I see, I see uh, some solutions here. Yeah, thank you. Okay, peace. Have a great day. You yeah, too. well, that's it, that's interesting. Uh, finding remedy through, you know, basically uh, putting them on the on the defense, going on the offense, and charging them with crimes. Um, uh, Rochelle, have you heard of, of of that ever taking place before? Of actually going on the offense now? Well, I'm glad that you brought that up. I I, I actually did want to bring something up, and maybe we can have some people on your show on another show to talk about it. But there is a movement called In Power. And you can look it up on YouTube. They have a couple of, um, they kind of did like a mini documentary sort of video. Um, Cal Washington, he's actually in Canada, but he's a dual citizen. And he, so he also is a United States citizen. And he has had a lot of success um, in family court using something very similar to what the, the gentleman caller was just talking about. And it's, it's basically making those people accountable, um, and, uh, and, uh, sorry, I'm having a blank on the, the, all this legal jargon, right? They do that on purpose. They want it to be confusing so that we don't, we can't play their games, you know, but, um, anyway, he, he has some stuff. He's actually expanding it to vaccines and 5G and also uses it in CPS cases. And it's kind of based on the premise of spiritual law. Like this is, this is God's plane, and that's actually the ultimate law on this earth, and they are in jurisdictions of um, admiralty law. And so it's, it's kind of confusing, but I definitely recommend watching Empower. Um, I, I know that it's on YouTube. Uh, it, it kind of explains it and what he does, and it, and it has places where you can send this stuff, and it, and it um, makes them liable. The, the, the ones that, you know, whether it's someone that's, you know, engaging in, in human trafficking, they're liable for that. And they should be charged with crimes. I don't know if we, I don't know if the sheriffs would go as far as to charge them with crimes because they would kind of look at us like we were crazy. But, I mean, 
the definition is pretty darn clear. That's exactly what they're doing for profit, you know. So yeah. I, I'm hoping that we can expose this, and I'm, I'm really hoping that Ammon Bundy can be our governor because this is near and dear to his heart, and this is something that I think if we get some good legislators in Idaho and we get a good governor, I think that that we could actually get some, some things passed this, this next legislative session. And I also hope that Ammon Bundy's governor campaign, I hope they hear about this story and, um, and get on board with us too, you know. So, so hopefully, hopefully they, they see Baby Lily's story. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, getting word out there is key, and so that's uh, that's why I've got you on here, and I appreciate you ladies coming on. Uh, we've got another call-in, uh, Scott in Nevada on Line 11. Are you still with us, Scott? I'm in New York. I'm Scott in New York. Oh, Scott in New York. Okay, great. I had the calls reversed. I had Scott and Scotty. Hey, thanks for calling in. Uh, what have you got for us today? I already spoke to you. I was just staying to give my number to Sam. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But that's why I couldn't think of the People's Choice guy. I didn't realize she's in the same state as him. Uh, well, you know what? We've got our hands full today, and uh, so yeah, thank the you. Bonds again. for the win. Contact. Reach out to them. <laughs> uh, all right. Sounds good. Thank you very much. Uh, thanks again, Scott. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, I had a couple of different notes of people holding on the line, but yeah, I think uh, the idea of going after these people aggressively, uh, legally, is great, and uh, let's. Let's bring Rachel back in. Rachel, what are what are your hopes moving forward here? I know you've got a lot of people rallying uh, in support for your situation. I mean, yeah, go ahead and feel free to talk and, uh, you know, bring uh, Sarah or Rochelle back into the conversation. Why don't you go ahead and uh, direct traffic here for a couple of minutes and, you know, kind of air anything that you'd like to about the situation. Okay. Um, well, I definitely want to say, I, you know, we have so much support right now. And um, as uh, Rochelle was uh, mentioning, Eamon Bundy, I really have to say thank you to him for bringing all these wonderful people my way and putting them in my corner. Um, I'm really grateful to him. And um, I, I know that he is aware of Baby Lily's story. So um, I'm grateful for that. And I just hope that, you know, CPS can see how much support we have and know that just because we're thousands of miles away doesn't mean that we can't do anything. Because that's something that they said to me recently, that I'm thousands of miles away and I couldn't possibly do anything about it. So, um, I, my hope and my prayer is that you know, with all of this support and backing that we have, that they will, the, we'll be able to get baby Lily home, um, especially before Christmas. That's been our big thing um, for Christmas. So um, I don't know if you read the article yet, but um, we still have her tree up and we still play Christmas music on our our clock that we have hanging on the wall. We haven't changed it from Christmas music. So it plays every hour for baby Lily. So, well, excellent. Um, excellent. Yeah. Well, let's, let's see what we've got on the, we've got another caller. Uh, we've got a call in now. I, I think it's either Paul or another Scott. Are you on the line with us? I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> 
not a comedy routine. This is a. But let me point out the power of the numbers of the complaints because you have people. People, they, 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 they hide the fact. You have the powers of one to do the bar grievance complaints, but you, these are criminal complaints with particularity. Who, what, where, who stole your property? How did they do it? Where did they do it? Why did they do it? Because they're getting this funding. Name all these people. If it's 100 people, 20 people, it doesn't matter. You can get hundreds of people to fill these complaints out. Some insured, where you're collecting on the insurance if it doesn't get to the grand jury foreman. If the, so the deal is you have the numbers, use it. That's what, um, uh, like, why can't I think of his name? The guy keep, you keep mentioning, the People's Choice guy. That's how he did it, with the numbers. He was actually the only guy I know that was able to use these things people think of phones against them and that's what we need to do you know but i don't want to get off track and, and take it you know some of this stuff shouldn't really be put on the air you know the solutions have to you know but but the power of making these complaints and sending them registered mail and insured to the grand juries and to the sheriff just get it out because here's the real deal all that you're seeing for two years is fake there's an underlying system underneath that will materialize and it's not going to be what Hillary wanted, okay? That's out the window. All her plans were messed up by Trump's big mouth that got people starting to do research, and they had to pull out this COVID thing before the war. And look how good both of them worked. You can imagine if they did it in the right order, they were going to do it. So the deal is, you make these complaints now. Hundreds of people, if not thousands, make these complaints now. When this new system comes up, all these treasonous bad actors will be held back from the immunities and protections of the new system, and as we can get to them, there's so many of them, they will be held accountable. So the I'm very glad that Scott brought up the immunities of the system. Um, I wanted to chime in here about that, and that's a complaint. Yeah. Well, it would be a really good it. idea. I appreciate, I appreciate the call, and uh, Sam's waiting to take your phone number. I just sent him a, okay. a Skype. Okay. So, thank You're welcome to call me anytime. Thank you. Appreciate that. Call back in, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it is sort of a comedy show. Yeah, no, please, go uh, ahead. And RBN elaborate. has the best listeners, really. RBN has the best listeners. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I'm not sure. I've got conflicting messages on my screen here. We may have another call holding. Um, if, if he doesn't come on, if we don't have another call, jump in here in a second. We'll go ahead and finish up the show here. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, do we have another call waiting in the green room? We have a call in. I had a note that I had a Paul holding, uh, or perhaps another Scott, but it does not look like we do. So I'm here. Okay. Oh, I'm Paul. Here. Okay, Paul. Hey, Paul, thanks for calling in. What have you got for us today, Paul? Well, I've got, I've got valuable pieces of information. I need everybody to get, a, get pen and a piece of paper. You need to go to a website called The matrixdocs.com and you will find out you will learn on that website and you will learn through the radio ranch radio program from roger sales that we've all been slaves to the corporation since 1933 and the reason that they took that child is because uh, as 14th amendment citizens Slaves cannot own property. Therefore, those children are not your property. So they function with impunity to steal them right out from under you. 
But under the laws of contract, they forced her to sign under duress without her having full control of her faculties to sign away that child. And that was a fraudulent act. So that contract is null and void. That agreement with CPS is null and void. The original contract stands. You need a common law lawyer, commonlawyer.com. Brent Allen Winters would be all over this case. Go to thematrixdocs.com. That will hook you up with Roger Sales Radio Ranch, where he teaches people how to get out from under 14th Amendment citizen slave ship. That's what it is. It's not citizenship. It's citizen slave ship. Once you actually declare and proclaim your position as a national, as a child of God, as a individual that is not under the thumb of the corporate infrastructure, then you can go after these guys with great big teeth, and you will get baby Lily home. Well, thank you for that. Wow. Thank you. I appreciate that. And we're going to let you go. We're getting towards the end of the show. We're going to have a break uh, in a minute here. But uh, in the minute before the break, uh, what would you ladies uh, like to, to us to know as far as where we can go uh, to be helpful? Are, are there uh, websites set up? Are there phone numbers people can call and, and be helpful? So currently the story is on mistyforliberty.com. It's M-I-S-T-C, the number for liberty.com. And that lays out the entire story. And then at the very end of that is a how you can help section that has the information for filing complaints, the protest rallies that are coming up, um, a change.org petition that has almost a thousand signatures to help bring baby Lily home. Um, there's also donation links and just all sorts of information that people can find to be able to help out. Excellent. And Sarah, Sarah did you talk about the protest and the um, location and the time and the days? Uh, earlier in the show? No, I have not yet, if you'd like to take that one. Sure, yeah. I, I don't know how many um, local people are tuning in, but hopefully there are, and I'm actually... Oh, darn it. Okay, i got to find it. <laughs> All the information. I don't have it. There it is. Okay, so Monday, October 24th at 11 a.m. from 11.30 to 2.30, there's a protest at 1250 West Ironwood Drive in Coeur d'Alene. Uh, Sarah, is that kind of close to the hospital? This is directly in front of the Family and Children's Services Department for Health and Welfare. Okay. Do you know the um, kind of exact lo location, how close it is to Kootenai Health? I don't know Kootenai Health. Okay. So but I'll have to do some, some sleuthing there. But um, for, for listeners listening in, 1250 West Ironwood Drive, Coeur d'Alene, um, that is the CPS uh, office uh, locally here. And so we're going to protest there. And then uh, we're also going to protest the following day or the next day um, at the courthouse, correct? In what time? Yes, um, there is a court hearing. It's a permanent plan hearing. It's to change the plan poor baby Lily from return home to adoption to the foster mother. And this hearing is a common hearing about six months into, six to nine months into most CPS cases. They have a permanency planning hearing to determine what the permanent plan will be, whether it is 
return home or adoption. And at this hearing, Judge Anna Eckhart is going to make the decision about whether or not they will be doing adoption from foster care or following what Jericho wants, which is the private adoption. And we're um, asking that people show up to court in support, you know, be court support for Jerrica. We won't be allowed into the courtroom because these are all behind closed doors proceedings, unfortunately. But we can gather in the hallway and pray and hold signs. And then right afterwards, I believe there's going to be a press release and the protest out front of the courthouse. And what's the time again? I'm sorry, that one more time. I'm the time sorry, that the hearing is? The hearing is at 10 a.m. So 10 we plan to okay. arrive about 9.45 and then continue forward. Wait it out. And, and, and then when, yeah, yeah, however definitely. long the hearing takes, we'll stick around and then we'll have to hold the press conference and uh, another protest out in front of the courthouse. I think that's going to be really important. I think that one's really, really important to have people. They're both important, but the judge needs to know that the community is outside, and even though they're going to be cowards and close it off to the public, that we're still watching. And and I hope that that judge finds out that we're coming. Um, Not in a threatening way, we're going to be peaceful, but this is just unacceptable to remove Jerrica's parental rights now that she's no longer incarcerated, there should be no reason for them to remove that. Even, you know, th- uh, this whole situation is just so frustrating. And so I really, really, really hope that Judge Eckhart knows that the community is aware of the shenanigans that are going on and uh, that she has some conscience on her heart that day and, and does what's by right. By gathering in front of her courtroom, she will be aware because people will let her know. So her courtroom at Kootenai County Courthouse, I believe, is courtroom number seven and so we plan to gather there at 10 a.m and make sure she knows that we're there awesome that's great yeah excellent stuff guys yeah another thing it might be uh helpful to if somebody wants to plug uh put in a good word for uh, peoplesrights.org because i found them to be a phenomenal group to to become part of and to get to know whether it's for this situation in particular or just for people of good conscience to come together in their communities in general? Yeah, People's Rights is actually helping with organizing and all of this, and they're putting this information out through their network as well. And that's what we're finding is the more networks that come together, the better the outcome. And People's Rights has been instrumental in, in things, in situations just like this. They are, People's Rights are amazing. Love them. Yeah, absolutely. And they're nationwide. I mean, that's something that everybody of conscience should become part of. Uh, you know, get to know your neighbors, get to know who in your area is on the same page with you. And uh, you'll be really happy to see how many people there are out there. And if you are, um, you know, anywhere in the Northwest here, supporting Ammon Bundy, uh, I mean, he is a great guy. I've met him a couple of times and, you know, tried to be supportive. So, you know, there's a lot of a lot of good people in the mix here. So, you know, we've got a great community up here, and there's a lot of good people all over in the country that can benefit uh, from peoplesrights.org. So we've just got about four or five minutes left. I'll let you ladies kind of wind it down and, and take us home. Anything else that any of you, uh, you know, has to say and, and wants to bring up, please feel free to give out any information, any contact information, any other way that we can support you guys, and uh, we appreciate you coming on. Well, yeah, well, we're going to have an interview 
with um, Rachel on Monday, and that'll be recorded and will be for um, sharing on on all social media platforms. So that'll be another way to get this story and their their family story out. And just the more that we talk about bringing baby Lily home, um, the more buzz we create, the better. And so, yeah, look look for um, her interview with us coming up. And uh, Rachel, are you able to to come here for the protest? Was that something that your family was able to do? Yes. Um, actually, we will be in uh, landing on the 23rd of this month, and we'll be staying until the 25th. Oh, good. I'm so glad. Yeah. I just, I'm envisioning her just going into your arms and going home with you. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what my I really hope for so. all of this. Um, that would be uh, amazing. Just the thought of it, um, it really brings tears to my eyes. Um, it, it would be a miracle, um, and I know God is able to do anything. So, And I think that with all the prayers and support that we have, I very well believe that it's possible. Amen. Definitely another I, way I agree. That, Absolutely. Definitely another way that people can follow um, the story is to follow the family's Facebook page. Um, which is facebook.com slash bringbabylilyhome80. And the more support we have there, that's where a lot of things will be shared, including this interview and the Health Freedom Idaho interview and just everything to do with the protests and how people can help. So that's a great place to support the family. Yeah, and also this show will be available on the archives after tonight or tomorrow. And uh, feel free to direct people to the archives page for the show. You can always send a link of that uh, around because uh, you ladies have given us some great information here today. Yeah, please feel free to go ahead. We've got a couple more minutes left. Oh, look at that. We've got the music coming up. Do I hear the music <laughs> in the background? <laughs> well, thanks so much for having us on, Stuart. As always, it is it is an honor to be on your show. Thank you for all that you do and all the truth that you spread. I really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure, yes, ladies. Thank you. Thank Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, Sarah, Rachel, and Rochelle, uh, God bless you. Thank you for coming on, and we'll all do our best to help the situation. Everybody stay stay healthy, stay calm, uh, you know, be good to each other. We'll see you next Saturday, God willing, and the river don't rise. Love you. God bless. Hello, I'm Dr. Leonard Horowitz. I was right 30 years ago in warning the world about threatening lab virus outbreaks, AIDS, and Ebola. I was right 20 years ago when FBI Director Robert Mueller made me a suspect in the anthrax mailings because I warned the Bureau before the CIA's biocrime and Cipro sales psyops happened. I was right about COVID-19 being an AIDS-laced mutagen plan to resurge this fall to excuse officials' profitable depopulation globalization agendas. And I was right about the only safeguards being antioxidants and holy spiritual sustenance. Vitamin C, D, zinc, chlorophyll, oxygen, and oxysilver especially transmits the frequency resonance to neutralize the expanded function bioweapon. Oxysilver is a double superconductor of the healing power of love. It is the first nutraceutical invented to amplify prayer power and the faithful loving intention of your heart. 
Buy, try, and stockpile oxy silver through HealthyWorldStore.com. You're listening to Real Talk Radio, only on the Republic Broadcasting Network. 